0: Hey everyone, my name is Grace and I'm a freshman biology major at Spelman College and I have a lot of pets and I want to tell you about my journey with animals. But first, an update. Uh, Currently I am in my second semester of college at Spelman, obviously, and I'm feeling pretty good about how it is going so far. Currently my animals are doing well and their setups, specifically my reptiles, have been moved around, rearranged, uh, just to mix it up a bit and give them just more experiences or different environments for them to uh, deal with. So today we're going to be specifically talking about my reptiles, and you could say, going to reveal the truth about what having a pet reptile or pet reptiles is like now i don't have a ton of experience with all types of reptiles but more specifically lizards i have a couple i have three lizards uh i have kodak uh pumpkin and nova atlas nova atlas is the oldest one i've had him for the longest amount of time uh he is a blue tongue skink kodak is a chameleon uh i've had him for about Three years, I believe, and then Pumpkin, the newest edition, is uh, not even a year old; just a couple months old. He's a he's a bearded dragon. Now I have reptiles, yes, and I've had reptiles before that I don't have anymore. They're not currently with me, uh, such as snakes and geckos. And I found that I just really enjoy caring for reptiles. I think this is because you get to dictate everything that they are surrounded with. You get to tell, you get to make their enclosures how you want to match, like, your the way that you like something, your reptile can live that way too. It's like a little house and you get to choose who lives in the house and what they have in their house. And it's really amazing. Now, it's not that I want to control everything. It's more so that when you have a reptile, you get to watch them and see them enjoy something. And I don't really know what it is about them, but they're really amazing creatures. I think my love specifically for reptiles came from mystical or mythical creatures like dragons. If you've seen the How to Train Your Dragon series, you know that the dragons are just, they're like little cats. Because they like grass and they like fish and they're scared of snakes. And it's funny. And they have reactions uh, just like other animals. And I think... That has to do with why I like them so much. They're kind of misunderstood. Like in the movie series, dragons, people didn't like dragons in the first movie. People thought that they were dangerous creatures that they didn't want to have near them. But Hiccup uh, teaches them that dragons aren't so bad and that they are loving creatures and that they have families and things. And I think that reptiles pet reptiles specifically the ones i have and just reptiles in general they're just like that they're misunderstood creatures that people are initially afraid of but if you have like a like any type of interaction with them that isn't negative you realize that they are really amazing caring living beings that have emotions too Now, I believe that the main reason people don't like reptiles is because they're scared of them. Now, I might be wrong about that, but I don't really have the perspective of being afraid of reptiles. Now I I obviously don't want to get bit by like an alligator or anything, and that would be scary. And I don't disagree that animals can't be scary, but I disagree with the idea that without even knowing anything about how an animal behaves other than it eats like living things just like all animals uh, like dogs and cats they will go outside and they will kill animals and they will eat them reptiles are the same way i think that it is because they're like low to the ground and they're scaly they're not furry and fluffy like dogs and cats people are afraid of them but there isn't really a big difference other than like genetically and like Physically different from reptiles to like mammals, like dogs and cats, and such, such things. The thing that really scares people, I think, is just the mystery and the uh, seclusion or like being low to the ground type of difference from animal from reptiles, from us reptiles are cold-blooded creatures which just by hearing that you're just like what does that mean that's kind of scary what does cold-blooded mean uh people obviously know that it means that they that they don't like regulate their temperature and it's more so dictated by the environment around them but they're uh, cold-blooded isn't a scary scary thing it just means that they don't regulate their own temperature and everything so being afraid of that just doesn't make a lot of sense so what else is scary they don't have fur they aren't fluffy little creatures that you can cuddle with all the time and that just want to let you pet them and you can go on walks with them now you can go on walks with reptiles depending on the one that you have like big lizards like if it's not too hot outside and not too cold outside you can take them for walks uh just like you can take a cat for a walk, it may not be something that everybody does, but it's something that can happen, and it's it's uh, it's a different thing to do, but you can treat them just like cats and dogs. If you ever looked up uh like in a, like an iguana, like a green iguana, you can see videos on YouTube of a uh, a person like petting him like a dog or like the iguana running around in the backyard, and it's really cute now i'm not saying that reptiles aren't dangerous they are very cute and amazing creatures that i love with amazing amazing different like colors that can happen that cats and dogs and animals like that don't have they don't have the ability to change color or just like have different variations in color that uh reptiles can't like chameleons like kodak He can change colors. Like when he's angry, he turns darker colors. And when he's sleeping or when he's just like relaxed, he gets brighter in color. Like he's a greenish blue color and like with yellows. And it's really beautiful. And Nova Atlas has like black stripes down his back, which I really love. And he also has like this cute little cat eye type of thing going on with his eye where it's like a black line behind his eye. And it's really cute. And Pumpkin. Pumpkin, a bearded dragon, which I would think more people would be afraid of rather than my blue tongue skink or my chameleon, is kind of spiky. He has spikes on his body, which in, like, uh, nature, he would use to protect himself. But since he's living uh, in an enclosure, he doesn't really have any predators. They're not really useful, but they make him look so cool. So cool. He also has a beard that when he gets angry, uh, when he gets older, he isn't really doing it now, he can puff out and it'll get, it'll turn like black and it'll make him bigger so that predators would be afraid of him. But it's just a cool thing that he can do. He hasn't really done it yet, but it's a cool thing that they do. So even though like the colors and stuff are meant to intimidate creatures in the wild, having one with like those cool colorations is amazing to have in like a house and another example is my uh i don't actually have one uh but one of my favorite reptiles that i would love to have as a pet one day is a frill dragon and you should definitely look this up at some point it's um uh, it's a beautiful creature it's a lizard with a frill so if you've watched uh jurassic park um, there's this scene where this guy gets attacked by this, uh, lizard who, like, when, when he's angry and, like, when he's trying to attack him, he, like, he has, like, a frill, which is just, like, a big, uh, it's kind of like a sail. I can't really explain it, but it's, like, a circle around their head that they, like, put that, that's, like, it's a lot of skin around their neck that they can, like, make into, like, an, an uh, an umbrella, kind of, around their face. Uh, And it's really cool. And I really, they are so, so cool. They're one of my favorite. And when I have my own place and, like, can have, like, an amazing enclosure for them, I would love to have one. Because they are just amazing creatures. And they aren't really, like, cute, cuddly creatures. But I would, like, I would go online and, like, look up pictures of, like, bald pythons. Because they're very cute. And reptiles can be cute. But people, I believe, are more fearful of them because of the unknown and just not the fluffy little things that you see on TV all the time Uh, so I just think that it's the amazement of it uh, of the creatures and like just what they are is just amazing and like the research and the wildness of it if you will of the creatures because you could go outside and you could see well not outside but like if you lived in like a tropical area or whatever uh, wherever certain reptiles are found they're not really found in Wisconsin like that but you could go and you could find you could find a creature that looks exactly like a pet someone has in their home and it's amazing to think about because you don't really see that at least where I'm from in Wisconsin you don't really see that with reptiles you can see it like a little bit with like cats and dogs you'll see a cat or dog outside but it's not the same because they're so far removed from their wild ancestry like dogs they're not wolves you wouldn't go outside and see a wolf and be like oh someone has that in their house now people do because there are wolf dog hybrids but you don't really see that with cats and dogs and other things like that like rodents you can see it more often but just the amazingness of having a wild animal obviously that has been bred in uh bred in captivity so that they're not like it's not cruel if if you have like the proper requirements for them and it's not like pulled out of the wild type of situation um yeah yeah so i think that people are afraid of animals or reptiles more specifically from media and specifically like tv shows that you grow up on or movies that you watch a lot of them paint reptiles as very dangerous scary animals when in reality most of those animals that they use for the like movies and stuff those guys have been trained to or not trained but like handled so that they don't this so that they wouldn't they would never hurt anybody uh or at least unprovoked they wouldn't hurt anyone just like any other animal unprovoked an animal will not attack generally speaking if they've been handled enough uh but if you've watched like snakes on a plane or uh anaconda i think that was a movie about an anaconda uh or just like any type of like, adventure movie, generally, they'll be like, oh my gosh, I thought I grabbed a vine, but it was actually a snake. I'm scared. Now, that is actually dangerous, going into the wild and finding, uh, like, a wild animal, like a snake. Any type of wild animal in the- in nature can be dangerous, uh, but, like, uh, snakes and, like, reptiles, they're poisonous, so that's also another reason why people would be afraid of them, because they- cause an innate danger that could possibly end someone's life very quickly with poison. They also, they're very unlike mammals and people like things that are like them. So dogs and cats, they have fur, they're fluffy. People like that. People have hair. So fur, hair, they're pretty similar. Um, All dogs and cats have And humans have feet and hands. And so there's a similarity. Whereas with reptiles, some of them have arms and legs, uh, feet. Uh, Some of them don't. Like snakes, they are very unlike humans. They can, like, uh, unhinge their jaws, I think. Certain snakes can do that. I also think certain reptiles can do that. But don't quote me on that. I don't know. Uh, But people are afraid of things that are different from them. So reptiles it's pretty understandable that people don't do a lot of research all the time about things and then they're just like oh that's not like me scary don't want it near me so i guess that is a good reason why people are afraid but research is one of the best things that someone can do and i love doing research especially about animals it's just so cool to just learn new things about such amazing creatures and i really love it yeah uh but just to close out to close things out i think that animals more specifically reptiles are amazing creatures that everybody should learn more about because they're amazing they're just like cats and dogs and that they can be held they can be walked they can be talked to you can treat them like babies they're adorable and i really think that more people should give them a chance because they really are amazing creatures So, do some research. Find a reptile that maybe you thought was scary, but look at pictures of them being cute. I'm sure that you can find a picture of a snake or a lizard being adorable, or that has a cute little costume on that you'll find very cute. And think about them not in a scary context. Rethink of ways to reintroduce yourself to reptiles, and think about how certain people have reptiles and how like you can go to a zoo and you can see reptiles and read the little pamphlets that you can find at pet stores and stuff like that or go to forums online and you can find people talking about the reptiles and just see how much people care about them and i think that'll bring light to how much of an amazing animal they really are so I hope that uh, helps someone who might have been afraid of reptiles before uh, find that they aren't so bad. Or someone who already loved animals or reptiles, I don't know, uh, found out something new. Um, Have a great rest of your day and I hope that you enjoyed listening to me talk about reptiles. Taking a look at the images and pictures in the exhibit, the first one you see is Stilt Walker Dancer. Now, I think this is very, just a very good painting with lots of details and things that when you look back at it, you will notice uh, more and more every time. Looking at it, you can see that in the background, uh, it's blue, but you can also see the face of African women, and on the bottom, if you go all the way down, you can see, I believe, people are uh, depicted dancing uh, in a line. And then the forefront, you see the stilt walker dancer with with very intric- intricate dressing and just lots of movement and color incorporated into it. The second photo, um, from Conakry to Oakland, you can see a lot of colors, again, very lovely. Lots of purples at the top and reds, are cool colors at the top and reds at the bottom. And there are people drumming in the background. And you can see that the main person, uh, in a lovely dress, uh, that is a lovely pattern, um, uh, you can see them jumping forwards, uh, a seemingly, seemingly to me down, uh, not really sure, but just, it looks like they're jumping down, uh, into an area that is very red. The third picture, very futuristic, lots of cool colors and, uh, geometric shapes, uh, in lots of colors in general, but the main color being uh, purple and blue and cool colors. You can see lots of depictions of females uh, silhouetted. And uh, in the middle you see the world and there is a figure standing with their arms uh, to the side. And I can see this, this is just a lot of... Um, a lot of environmental justice, I believe, because it's just, uh, there's a lot of environmental depictions in this. You can see the earth in general, as well as flowers and just uh, flags of different countries. And I believe that this really represents a lot of environmentalism for one, and just um, environmental uh, justice. And it's a really lovely piece. Uh, and liberation there are- br- it, there are chains breaking in the top above what I believe to be a flag uh and resistance uh you can you see a mouth on the left you see a mouth and it 's speaking, and that to me represents resistance. Going on to the next photo, you see a white tree uh that is depicting a horrible a uh, lynching. Of multiple people Uh, if you look to the left uh, you can see Africa uh, in flowers I believe and you can see white eyes if you go just above that white eyes looking around blue green uh, eye color and then if you go all the way up to the top you can see a night sky with faces most likely of African descent or, or African faces uh, in the sky, and this is, this is a very moving piece, uh, you can see a, a lot of black and white, uh, the people are black hanging from the tree and also in the sky, while the tree, which is holding up the, the injustice which has happened, uh, is white, while also the eyes being white. Uh, the next photo is very colorful, again, uh, people dancing with music and trees and the cool color is separated from the warm color which is where the people are. The people are warm and like the sky is cool, the earth is cool, environmental justice again being seen in this photo and you can see a face in the sky and I believe that is, I don't know if this is the Olympics but It looks like the Olympic rings on, like, this rainbow-esque going towards the person. Um, The next... uh, The next photo, uh, a person uh, playing an instrument or smoking. I believe it's smoking because of the kind of gaseous clouds coming off. uh, Playing or... It looks like both if i'm being honest uh and there's a tree that is overlapping the person's face and there is a large uh like a figure wearing purple in stilts like this still like the first uh image shown uh very very subtle uh drawing or painting uh the next one buffalo soldiers x clan Uh, very colorful again, but very concentrated color. So it's very dark on the edges while you can see Africa and, uh, a flag and then a person's face on the, on the, on the, above Africa. And you can see people just, uh, walking seemingly, uh, towards the, on the bottom. Uh. And you can see soldiers in different colors, but lots of soldier imagery on the bottom, which could represent a lot of resistance or just against, uh, just resistance. The next photo, uh, Cry Blood. Very graphic uh, photo. Eyes at the top, again, uh, looking at uh, the cross, what would... Believe to What normally depicts uh, Jesus Christ is uh, there's a black man who seems to have been beaten uh, with him on a pile of eyes. And then there is a, a white man on a cross in the distance and another black man on the cross in the distance. Uh, very religious imagery here. And I'm not sure, but this kind of looks like he's bleeding from his arm onto earth. That's what it looks like to me. Uh, so maybe environmental justice with religious aspects. Uh, the next one, Bizmi uh, Ala Part 2. Um, the black and white, which is very different from all the other ones. Uh, but with a line of Africa going to America in the color of what I believe to be a flag. Uh, and you can see different, uh, pictures or drawings of race, or not race, but, uh, I believe to be civil rights, or an activist. Uh, and there's a man in the center who has glasses and a ring. Not really sure what the ring depicts, but I believe it is very important. And there's birth, or a child scene, uh... And then there's America. And I think this has to do with imperialism and the civil rights movement and resistance. Last photo, Akben, we need more movements. Uh, Lots of color, lots of color. There's a gun depicted in a figure who is very faint in the background, but very prominent, uh, carrying a gun and a torch. uh, With, uh, there's a man on the bottom who uh, has on boxing gloves uh there's uh what i believe to be african people standing behind him and the like black power fist uh uh to the side i believe that depicts the uh i'm not sure if it was the olympics but uh one of the uh, a very important thing with sports history there's also a Black Panther on the arm of the big figure in the middle. Uh, could be representative of uh, Marvel's Black Panther. And there's a lot of uh, pow- like black uh, power fists. And uh, at the top, there is a person depicted crying uh, blood. And just a very powerful, very, if you look back at it, you'll notice more stuff. Uh, But I very much enjoyed this exhibit.